0: Talking Bears football with you here on ESPN 1000. Black and Abdallah hanging out till eight o'clock. You know, over the weekend we saw a lot of good football. I love the divisional round. It's a, it's a fun round. You get four games: two on Saturday, two on Sunday. The Lions advance to the NFC Championship game. They beat the Buccaneers 31-23 yesterday. They will face off against the 49ers. On the other side, you get the Ravens and the Chiefs. And the, the Lions essentially were the hot team all summer. Everyone talked about the, the end of the year last year for Detroit and how they were going to be the sexy pick coming into this season. And they lived up to the hype. They got to the championship game. Now, whether or not they get to the Super Bowl or not, this was a very successful season Mm -hmm. for the Detroit Lions. And I guess the way I I would spin this is we saw the Packers lose on Saturday night. Also, very successful season for the Green Bay Packers. Now, we're friends with some Packer fans who are upset that you lost to the 49ers again. But for that team, for how young they are, for the new quarterback, Jordan Love, to get to that point in the the playoffs – divisional round on the road against San Francisco and be in it in the final moments. That's a successful season. I'm sorry. It just is. It is. It absolutely is. For a Bears fan, when you look at the division at this moment, the Vikings miss the playoffs just like the Bears do. And Detroit has an opportunity to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, Detroit really has everything set up for themselves going forward. The only knock you could maybe suggest is that they don't have the best quarterback. Yet they win with Jared Goff. But I don't see many holes in the the rest of that, that organization and in that roster. It's going to be a tough team to kind of handle for the next few years for the Chicago Bears. I'm done crapping
1: on Jared Goff. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, he's, but he,
0: he's not, that that, he's not, not no, no. as talented as other quarterbacks. He's... Okay. Baker Mayfield's a better quarterback than Jared Goff. Whoa! Yeah, he is. Let's slow he is. that roll a little he is. bit. They're equal. No,
1: he's a better quarterback. I don't know, Baker man. Baker Mayfield's better. Jared Goff's kind of proving it. He's proving it right he, now. He's
0: an he's an okay quarterback. He's proving it right now. He's won. I, I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. but But I guarantee there are probably... 10 other quarterbacks in the NFC you'd rather have? I'm just telling you right in the NFC absolutely. Would you would you rather not. have Geno Smith than Jared Goff? No. Really? Yes. I don't know. I I don't I'm not impressed with Jared Goff. I think it's uh it's dak.
1: It's uh lo- it's love probably. See,
0: there's another quarterback in in a young guy who's not proven. I'm just telling you that I'm done crapping Hurts, on. Hurts, obviously, you uh, take let's, him. Let's see. You it's a let's see would
1: With Hurts? He's regressed a lot, man. Come on. He fell back down to earth hard this year. Come on. He's probably hurt. Yeah, okay, fine. Hurts, okay. Do you
0: remember the quarterback
1: the Bears played against? You said 10.
0: Well, I I was exaggerating. exaggerating. Okay, you want me to go through them? I I can go through them. Please do. I've got the time. Okay. Here you go. AFC. Uh, Let's see. Uh, NFC. Cowboys. So Dak. Yeah. Hurts. Yeah uh let's see uh yeah you'd obviously take daniel jones i know you would get out of here with that put that Uh, finger down baker baker mayfield i'm not baker mayfield yes that's you i'm not not me (laughs) i am not me all right purdy i think they're the same all right there's not all right okay all right stafford Stafford, 100 percent. stafford yes kyler yes no yes no kyler murray's better than Jared goff i don't need i don't need what's
1: wrong with you i don't need the four foot three dude running around no no Goff has proven it, dude. He's going to an NFC Championship game. He's proven it. And I would go with Geno Smith. Stop. No, every quarterback in the West
0: is better Mm. than Jared Goff.
1: No, they're not. Yes. No, they're not. I think they are. They are not. Purdy's not. (laughs) Purdy's not.
0: All right, so what's your point? We you got too much tequila in that blood, my friend. No, not enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I was I was even with it. I'm I, sorry. I think I'm what, off because I haven't had any in two days.
1: I think what it what it says about the the lions and the bears, right? Because that's what you, you ask, what does it yeah. mean for the bears? I was hoping, and we were all hoping as Bears fans, to be the Lions of last year, this year, right? To be that young, frisky team. Like, look at you. Want to? The the question is good about the Lions, but the question is, I think, more about the Lions are established. What does this quick Packers success mean for the Bears? They're the youngest offensive team in the NFL. Their offensive roster is the youngest in the NFL. They're more, most likely, only going to get better. Like this is not. It's more than likely that this is not a flash in the pan. It's more than likely because of their age and how young they are that they're going to continue to get better. So what I hope is that now the Bears are now like the Texans. You come in, decent defense, defensive-minded head coach. You've got a young quarterback. You draft a quarterback, and he's actually who you think he's going to be and comes in and doesn't skip a beat and is right in there. And you're winning 9, 10 games right away because your defense already won you, and your team already won you seven games from last year. And so the hope is now that this division kind of turns into, you know, what the AFC uh, North is, where everyone's good, everyone's good. Yeah. And if you're a team like the Bengals, who with a backup quarterback for a lot of the season won nine games, you're just like, ah, shucks, like it sucks. But, you know, the Steelers went to the playoffs three teams out of that division. That's what you hope for next year. You hope for next year. That the Vikings don't figure out their quarterback situation. Kirk Cousins wants too much money. He ends up going somewhere else or whatever. Or they just can't figure it out. And that you leapfrog the... And don't don't give me this, oh, well, the Bears aren't as good. The Bears beat the Lions once, almost twice this year. And the Bears beat the Vikings once, almost twice this year. Those were one-score games. Those were quick. Like, those were close games. Those could quickly become two in your favor. Or two not in your favor. But still. The only team that really, quote, owned you are still the Packers this year. So if you, if you split with them next year, maybe you sweep the Vikings next year, you take one out of two, you split with the Lions again. Like This division has an opportunity, if the Bears get the quarterback position right, to be like the AFC North, where three teams out of that division make the playoffs. And if you miss it by a game and you still win 10 games, I don't think it's an unsuccessful season.
0: You guys are crazy. Baker Mayfield is better than Jared No, Goff. he's not. Anthony in Arlington Heights you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Anthony?
2: Well, what's up, guys? We're actually on our way to uh, basketball practice right now. My nice. nine-year-old son is in the uh, car listening. Nice. And he thinks that you guys are drinking if you think that uh, Jared Goff is not better than most of the quarterbacks in the NFC for sure.
1: tell him what? I told you. He's yell. No, tell him to yell louder, Anthony. Put him on.
2: He said, he said, tell him, Kyler Murray's no way. Kyler Murray's better. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What's his name? Carmelo. Thank Carmelo. you. Carmelo. I love it. I
1: love it. I love <laughs> he the Flyer. He plays,
2: he plays the quarterback position, so he knows. Oh yeah, he Jared knows. Golf, yeah, see, he knows Jared, Jared Goff on the Bears would be would have won eleven games this year. That's true. I think so. Wow. All right, okay. I don't
1: know if it's eleven, but definitely nine. I'll give you nine.
2: You guys have a great show. Keep it up. Thanks, have a Anthony. Great b- appreciate it. practice. Thank thanks, thanks, Anthony. Thank
0: you. There he is. Up. Oh, kids still going. All right. Uh, I am underwhelmed. Like, has Jared Goff played well? Yes. I'm. I'm saying he's not as talented as the other quarterbacks. He Baker is. Baker Mayfield has more talent than Jared Goff. Come on. No. Nope. You're crazy. He doesn't. Michael Sorry. Winfield. You're on ESPN 1000.
2: Hey, what's up, guys? What's so, going on? First of all, I think Jared Goff is a, a pretty good quarterback, but, I mean, the Bears tore him up twice. Tore him so, up? Y- you want to look at, like, they tore the defense. Say, like, the Lions. No, they tore Goff like, the the-
0: He sucked in those games.
2: So, the Lions and the Packers, you can't compare against the Bears. You know, I i, I was right there, like, the Bears could be the Lions, beat the Packers going in next year, but we had trash Getze. I mean, gutless. Gutless Getzy, Gutless. who with, with leads is, is running the ball. I mean, you you got to be like Belichick, man. I don't care if you're up 30 points. You accelerate. So this is my thing. Everybody thinks it's a Justin Fields, Caleb Williams scenario. I, you can't look at it like that. In one hand, you trade your first pick to the commandos. Then you get a first round this year, a first round next year, possibly a second round pick this year, and maybe a player. Uh, Jonathan Allen had more sacks than Deron Payne, and it would cost $12 million as a cap hit if they traded him in that package. Then you get to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. to build around Justin Fields. Then with our pick, we get one of the tackles or one of the edge rushers, or you get in Dunze who will be there. Now mm-hmm. you have the best wide receiver core in the NFL, or you sure. draft Caleb Williams with Darnell Mooney. I mean, I like Darnell Mooney, but I'd rather have the other picks and Marvin Harrison Jr. and a defensive tackle and a defensive line. I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's not one or the other. What do you guys think? Thanks for the call, Michael. Appreciate it.
1: No, I agree with him. It's not one or the other. And Darnell Mooney's going to be a great chief next year. He's going to be a phenomenal chief. He's going to be cheap. They're going to pick him up. Nagy's there, loves him. It's going to be great. Um, I don't think it's one or the other. Do you know that? I'm not trying to, to change the conversation here. Do you know that Jared Goff was second in the league in yards and fourth in the league in touchdowns? Yeah. Are you I'm, a high
0: person? I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, that's Wait, why you stop talking about it.
1: Baker Mayfield was ninth in
0: yards. Okay. That's seventh not in second. touchdowns. That's,
1: what's... Okay, I dropped out of math school, but yes, last, last I checked. less interceptions
0: than Goff. Last I checked. Goff had 12 second. interceptions, Mayfield had 10. Second is better than ninth. No, <laughs> I know that. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I, you're I wrong. would rather have Baker Mayfield as my quarterback than Jared Goff. You'd rather lose more games than the go Lions to the NFC. The are
1: a better team. You'd rather lose games. Dude, Put Mayfield on the Lions. Give Give Jared Goff Put Mike Evans. Goff Ev- on the Bucks. Give Give Jared Goff Mike Evans. He's throwing to rookies out
0: there, dude. No, 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 no. in Ron, say Brown, that, that's a rookie. His tight end's a rookie. No, say Brown's one of the his, best wide his receivers backs in rookie. rookie? You're nuts. This is nuts. Jameson Williams was suspended for a while. This <laughs> well, is crazy talk. Dude, he was second in yards. Okay, second in yards. The Lions are a better team than the Bucks. Fourth in inter- or in touchdowns. I see that. And what's Baker Mayfield? Ninth. Seventh. He threw 28 touchdowns. Golf threw 30. They're comparable. That's better. I understand. He's He's on a better team. Better.
3: Who has the better O-line, though?
0: Better O-line. Lions. Okay. Cool. See? I'd rather have Jared Goff. I'm saying to you, I would rather have Baker. I think he's a more talented player. You're wrong. He's more talented than Jared Goff. You're wrong. I think I'm right. You're definitely
4: This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports.
0: today, the Bears are set to hire Shane Waldron as their new offensive coordinator. He'll be in command of the offense, whether or not Justin Fields will be here next season is still up in the air, whether or not the Bears will use that first pick on a quarterback. We'll have to find out. And uh, Matty Eberflew still has to hire a defensive coordinator as well, but he has his offensive uh, guy in place, Shane Waldron from the Seattle Seahawks. He was their offensive coordinator for the last three seasons. Before that, Waldron was with the Rams from 2017 to 2020 as a uh, passing game coordinator and a quality control coach with the offensive side of things. He's also bounced around a couple other places, Washington, New England, in the college game as well. So we're talking Bears football with you at 312 Dan in South Carolina listening on the ESPN Chicago app. What's up, Dan?
5: Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? We're good. Hey, so I follow both of you guys on Twitter. Uh, I like your takes. I like that you guys like to talk football. Thanks. On a basis, whether it's football season or not. Appreciate it. Um, I wanted to just lead in with uh, some comments that I heard on a podcast earlier with Cap, actually. He had Keyshawn Johnson on. And Keyshawn brought up a good point. And I wanted to see if you guys have the same thought process here. Are there great quarterbacks in the NFL? Absolutely. Are some of them named Justin Herbert, or some of them named Lamar Jackson, or some of them named other guys who are huge. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, when you measure winning, what does winning look like to you, right? You can be a successful regular season quarterback that constantly leads your team to the first round of the playoffs, but constantly loses, or you can be someone like Patrick Mahomes, or you can be someone like Tom Brady. So this whole thought process with Shane Waldron coming in, whether it means keeping Justin Fields or going to Caleb Williams, It's kind of confusing to me when people keep referencing this resetting the quarterback clock because if you look at teams that have done it, they're competitive in the regular season, which is great. Some get to the first round of the playoffs, which is also great. But at the end of the day, as good as Lamar Jackson has been, he doesn't have a Super Bowl ring yet. I do believe he'll win one this year, but that's beside the point. So I guess for me, being the fact that I am a Justin Fields fan, and I think the best option for them moving forward is to keep him and build around him, which is what I think The Ravens have done so well over the last three years. Do you guys agree that winning should be determined by rings, not by how many wins you have in the regular season? Because also being a Bears fan, it's easy for me to say that Aaron Rodgers is a very talented quarterback. How many Super Bowls did he win? Well, Dan, but Favre is a great quarterback, also. Yeah. How many Super Bowls did he win?
1: Yeah, I think that we were talking about this a little bit off air. You know, comparing like the hot thing to do right now is comparing. Mahomes and Allen to Brady and Peyton Manning and how everybody considers Peyton Manning one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but he only has two rings and one of them he kind of got just like hanging out with the Broncos. One of them he won with the Colts, but the reason he only got one is because Brady has so many with the Patriots. So like you can be a great quarterback. Like I think Allen's a top five quarterback, but he's got the best quarterback, almost the best quarterback ever arguably in his way every single year you know 100 so like i think you 100. can i think it's more just a conversation about like what are you trying to build because if you think that you can get by with justin fields or can you excel with another quarterback like if you think you can excel with justin fields and keep justin and build around him and whatever that's fine but i think we're seeing that like the quarterbacks that get it get it in their second and third year and we haven't seen Justin get it yet.
5: And I, and I think that's an excellent point, but I think the other side of that coin, though, is those guys that get it in that second and third year usually have consistency in the organization, correct? Where they have a sound a sound head coach that has a vision for the team, which I also am a fan of Iver Poulouse and the way that the team is headed moving forward. But Justin hasn't had a consistent offensive coordinator that's experienced since he's gotten here. It, looking back at all these wow factors of why everyone is so high on Caleb Williams and his ability to play college football. If you look back at Justin Fields' best year in college football, it's very comparable to Mm -hmm. where Caleb Williams is at against college talent. I also have a hard time taking the opinions of these same guys from whoever they might be. I don't want to name drop anybody specific, but these same guys never had Patrick Mahomes being the next generational talent. They had Patrick Mahomes being a really good quarterback prospect. Right, right. These same guys also had uh, Bryce Young being more talented than C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. These same guys also said a bunch of other things that I feel like they get to ride to clickbait and they get to ride to you know, get more views on their shows and their podcasts and more viewers and more listeners. But then when it comes time to own up and, oh, I dropped the ball there and I made the wrong evaluation, they're not willing to take that step and say, maybe I missed the mark there but they're always willing to stand by that was the guy I said that was going to be the world beater one out of seven times that they got right.
4: Oh, yeah, so for sure. I feel
5: like if you have a Justin Fields and a guy who at, at the bare minimum, and, I, and, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, you believe can be one of the top, two, the top 32 quarterbacks in the NFL, he's not going to go somewhere and be a backup. No.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: No, no 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 so if you have justin fields who is a starting quarterback in the nfl with nfl experience that can make the same splash plays whether it be with his arm or his legs that caleb williams is capable of making and is in a locker room of guys who believe in him with a fan base that i know is wildly divided right now but i think at the end of the day if you polled most fans would rather stick with justin fields trade back in the draft acquire more pieces to make him more talented as opposed to taking Caleb Williams and getting one other piece this year that you could really build around to try to improve a team. Doesn't that just make more logical sense at the end of the day?
0: Yeah, this is how I would answer Dan. And thanks for the phone call. Appreciate you. I, I would say if the bears weren't picking first overall, this wouldn't be a conversation. I think Dan's right. That's exactly what we would be doing. That's exactly what the bears would do. If the Bears are picking 11th or 9th like they are with their pick, this wouldn't be a conversation. Justin Fields is your guy for the future. You build around him, you hope he figures it out. But since this is the first pick and you can decide for the entire draft, mm-hmm. the best player and you can take that player and hopefully your scouting is right, I don't think you commit. You can take a chance of missing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like what Dan said is correct. <laughs> Could the Bears win with Justin Fields in the future? I think they can. I don't know if they can win a Super Bowl, but I think that they could get to the first round of the playoffs. I think they can win enough games. I think they can challenge for the division. But I do know that Justin Fields is average. That's how he's played. That's not a diss on Justin Fields. And if you want to talk about opinions before players enter the NFL – There was no show in this city that was higher on Justin Fields in college than Bleck and Abdallah, who were hosting Chicago's College Tailgate at the time, pointing out that Justin was just as recruited as Trevor Lawrence, and we thought he was the kid that was going to be able to do it at the next level. You want a miss? I thought Johnny Manziel would be great in the NFL. That's a miss. You want a second miss? Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. We both thought he was a system guy at Oregon. And we were wrong. That didn't let him throw. Now, I will say last season, if we want to go back to last year, I remember vividly having conversations in the spring about being concerned over Bryce Young's size. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I was worried, and I thought that if you had the opportunity, C.J. Stroud's the get more guaranteed hit than Bryce Young. And I said
1: it, too. He takes a lot of sacks. He's only good when he's got a ton of time to throw behind a very good offensive line
0: and will happen. So, I mean, that, that seems to be the right opinion a year later. Uh, when you look back at the year with Joe Burrow and Herbert, like I thought Burrow was going to be legit from the start. Mm-hmm. I did not see Herbert coming. I did not see his growth as a player and in, in shooting up the board as a top five guy, I didn't think that that was the case of Herbert when he was at Oregon. Now, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, I thought Lawrence had it in him, and I thought Justin did too. They both have struggled. Fields has struggled more, and I don't know if Fields has that high-end success level that Lawrence may have You know, if, the, if Jacksonville continues on with him for years yeah. to come. I think he'll eventually figure it out. Unfortunately, I don't think Justin's going to ever get to that point. I also disagree with uh, Dan and with all due respect. I respectively disagree. I think that most... Of course, always respectfully disagree. You, know, you never uh, would disrespectfully... No, sometimes
1: <laughs> I do. Sometimes I disrespectfully disagree. Um, I respectfully disagree here. Yeah, all, especially about Goff. <laughs> all I said was I'm not going to crap on him anymore. That's it. I'm just done. Um, I, I do think a majority of Bears fans do want change. I think that there is a—the Twitter-verse is a very vocal minority. I think that if you asked every single Bears fan in Illinois all over the country, most of them would want change from Justin Fields. I would say most of them probably wanted change from Matt Eberflus too, but didn't get that. I think that the people that call in, I think the people that tweet, I think the people that do all that kind of stuff— I think is it is a very vocal minority of fans that don't want change. They just want Justin Fields to be here, and I'm telling you that you should just be a Bears fan. Like I'm not going to tell you how to fan, but like it shouldn't matter. Well, think if they win with Fields, fine. If they win with uh, Caleb, fine. You're gonna have to find something else to do with your Fields jersey. Sorry, Uh, that's what happens in the NFL.
0: Think of how this kind of works, though. He's very likable. Of course. We all want to see him succeed. I want to see him be the core. I wanted him to succeed here. He hasn't. When he plays well, he looks cool as hell. Like, like in a uniform, I don't think I've ever seen a Bears player look as cool yeah. as Justin Fields. Now, I know, we will give you uh, Walter Payton, mm-hmm. obviously looked cool. Erlacher, Briggs, you know, the greats, they all look really cool. Devin Hester looked cool in a Bears uniform. Mm-hmm. And Cutler even looked... He looked the part like a cool looking quarterback, right? Mm -hmm. But Justin Fields, you want, and he's a nice guy, and he stands up there and he talks to the media and he does, you know, like he is the, the, he's exactly the type of guy you'd like to have as your quarterback. He just needs to play better football.
1: That's the difference. No one thinks that Justin Fields is a bad guy or a bad person or doesn't want him here because they don't like him as a person. It's just you have, you were given this get out of jail free card that you can use on a quarterback who might be, might, emphasis on might, be the best prospect we've seen
0: in over a decade. Simple as that. 312-332-3776. We'll take more of your phone calls.
1: You're listening to Black and Abdallah.
3: ESPN
4: Chicago.
0: We'll continue taking your phone calls at 312-332-3776. Black and Abdal with you. Check us out on YouTube and also on the ESPN Chicago app. You know, Abdal, we are uh, children of the 90s. We're elder millennials. It's our age bracket. Uh, we're both in our uh, late thirties. It's tough to say late thirties at this point. Uh, we're being produced tonight by uh, two gentlemen in uh, the category of Gen Z. Mm. Uh, Justin Pottinger and Sean Graney are producing tonight's show. Uh, they're younger guys. They're hip. They understand what's going on in the world where uh, us old folks are just the hip. Yeah, no, they're, they're hip. See, they they agree. You,
1: but you just you now just got. A- three youth points taken away no no they they
0: they appreciate that i'm giving them the credit that they are cool and we are not right right uh how about this so on the show blocking doll we have documented in the past the decay of the american mall Mm -hmm. you know it's where uh people uh, of the 80s and 90s early 2000s it's where we grew up you would get a ride to the mall and you would hang out for hours yeah you run into other groups of friends. You would uh, see cute girls. You would go to all the stupid shops mm-hmm. like Gadzooks. I worked there. Yeah, and, and you just walk around the mall. Yeah. And, and what would you, like, what was better? Uh, what, what do you want to eat? I don't know. Let's just go to the mall food court. Yeah. We could all pick our own. You could have Taco Bell. You could have Pizza Hut. and w You could have A&W. You have a, a pretzel if you wanted. Oh. Had everything right? It was the mall. If you want a TCBY, I mean, the mall was a great place.
1: I worked all over Hawthorne Mall. I worked at like five different places in Hawthorne Mall. Well, hold on, Sam Goody, uh Gadzooks, Spencer's, Hot Topic, four places.
0: At the four mall. places in four one places mall. Four places in the one mall. And then I worked at I worked at Northbrook Court too at Neiman Marcus. <laughs> so I mean, like, it was a big part of growing up. And I know those who are a little bit older than us, mm-hmm. those of uh, of the '80s and the early '90s. Like, the mall culture was cool. Yeah. Mall rats and, and you know, all the different movies, you know, mm-hmm. Fast Times. Half the movie takes place at a mall, right? Oh, yeah. like, like, that's a part of American uh, life growing up, mm-hmm. the mall. Well, we know here on the show that in recent times, uh, malls have not been the same. No. You go to a mall now, and it's just a place for, for walkers. For mall walkers to get their steps in. No it's one's ridiculous. no one's shopping. Yeah. All the stores are boarded up, they're closed. There's there's usually one or two uh flagship stores in a mall. That's it. Maybe one or two restaurants That's that are it. on the outside. The few the food courts are never the same.
1: No, what they're doing now is um turning them into like uh like housing.
0: Yeah, we're you know? right. right. Like
1: they're turning it into like combo shopping, housing where Apartments, you can get like a con- condo, yeah. Yeah, it's whole crazy. Thing.
0: Well, how about this? I saw this story in the Los Angeles Times. Malls have rebounded. They've rebounded thanks to an unlikely source. Hmm. Malls have rebounded thanks to an unlikely source. Justin, Sean, do you have any guess, an unlikely source to why malls have rebounded?
4: I have a guess, but I don't think it's going to be right. It's It's got to be something about, like, tiktokers and something like that right
0: malls have rebounded
3: thanks to an unlikely source sean do you have a guess i'm kind of with justin honestly i think it's some some social media thing well you guys aren't totally wrong it's not a social media stuff Uh, it's not a social media sean knows what i'm talking about here's the answer
0: gen z the story is that gen zers prefer to shop in person and to actually feel items and they prefer to go to malls. You feel remember? items, <laughs> yeah. To feel the actual item in your hand before you purchase mm-hmm. it, not just online shopping. I used
4: to live at the mall, Northbrook Court, man. Yeah, I see, can agree with that. Yeah,
0: people from the ages of 16 to 26 prefer in-person shopping as much as online shopping, if not more, according to a study published in 2023 by a new report that people of the younger generation from 16 to 26 actually prefer. Going to the mall in the story says Gen Z has not crossed over into the metaverse just yet. The question is, will they work there? Would you guys, when,
4: when you were younger, would you work at a mall?
3: Oh, yeah, definitely. 100%.
4: Probably. I mean, see, what I, I, I didn't, but I would. I, I was I mean, working at Jimmy John's. That's what I was doing back then in high school. You're freaky fast. No yeah, wonder. Yeah, man. <laughs> you want to no,
3: know well no you want to know why though i think we prefer in-person shopping because we are too impatient to wait for the online shopping to come in 1, and thousand then,
1: percent And then if it doesn't
0: fit then it's a thousand
1: like, percent you know. sean you're 100 yeah. percent right it model says is, model is six two wearing a size medium like yeah. hell he is
0: it says that the generation shopping habits they do not have the attention span to shop online so Dude, Gen Zers something. There's always a Gen yeah, Zers shop prefer to shop in person. Dude, Dude, I
4: I
1: always look to good see job, if Sean. I can Sean pick, knew it. I always look Sean if I can pick to see, see if I can pick something up in store rather than get it shipped. And if I can pick it up in store? Oh no. I go get it in store. What? Yeah, why not? you driving somewhere to pick it up? No, no, no. I live in a city. I live in the third largest city in yeah, the country. There it is. There's stores all over the place. Not all
0: over. Not Not most of the
1: stores where I shop are around here, bro.
0: You, I, do, I know where you live. You got a gap on the corner. I know, I know I
4: don't, where I you I haven't shop. shopped at the gap since I was
1: 12. <laughs> if then.
2: You got one I'm on like, the corner. I think the last
1: time I shopped at the gap, my mom bought me
0: something when she was buying my clothes. Yeah. Sean's right. Yeah. Uh, Gen Z. They are too impatient as a group. And so young people are going to malls Mm -hmm. in droves and they're saving malls. Yeah. Which which we were told that online shopping, young people, TikToks, that it's killing the malls. But the young people are coming together and they're shopping in person. Not
1: only that, though. I saw that. I was surprised. But you save money on shipping. Well, that's true. Sometimes you get free shipping. How about that? Sometimes, sometimes you got to
0: spend 150, 200 bucks to get free shipping. There's a lot of data showing this from the article. There's a lot of data showing that Gen Z is a particularly lonely generation and it needs more social interactions. Therefore, Gen Zers choosing to go to malls is a more in person social interaction. What do you guys think about that? Are you guys lonely and do you want more social interactions?
4: I, I don't know, dude. I prefer yes. I prefer to do it online. That's a yes. I, I, I think a yes I, because a yes, yes. I was because thinking like every time I go in store They're to buy producers. something, they lonely boys. Yeah. It's, it's always gonna be shoes or shirts <laughs> or something, dude. And I hate I hate going in person because the selection's slim. I always end up going home and just buying it online. <laughs> So I don't, it's not me. I, I definitely buy my stuff online. Well,
3: no, but, well, a no but here's the thing, though. What if you, but then your size isn't online, though. Mm-hmm. Then,
1: then you're out of luck both ways. Mm-hmm. So then you you're gotta, out of luck. And if you get the wrong size, you're like, man, I should have sized down or I should have sized up. Then you got to mail it back and you got to wait for them to give, send you another one. That's like, you're talking 10 days. And then guess what? Your clothes are out of style. I'm just not waiting a week.
0: (laughs) See, I thought you guys would like this. Usually we have stories that's ripping Gen Z, but how about that? You guys are saving the day. That's a good one. You're saving malls. Good job. you guys. Attention
4: span is too small, baby. Now go get a job.
0: Now go (laughs) (laughs) go crash the mall. They have jobs. They're working here. So I'm here. Day jobs. (laughs) They're here with (laughs) us.
3: Let's wait till summer, pal.
0: Yeah, they don't want you to go to the mall. No. Come on, I gotta go to the mall. I gotta go to a Sam, a Sam Goody. Next time you go to the mall, take Sean and Justin with you. And show them yeah. where I used to work? just crash the mall. Just crash the mall. Some pretzels? Show them how yeah, right. us old we'll skaters we'll skate
1: around the mall and get yelled at by fake security. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're sh- not a real cop. You can't do
0: anything. Show them how we crashed the mall. Go get an Orange Julius, get a pretzel, and just hang out. Yeah. What would you guys do at the mall?
3: Younger guys food court 100 percent.
4: food court girls messing yep. around yeah dude we used to pretend like we were impractical jokers growing up like that's what we would do in malls like, like the we show would just, yeah dude we would oh mess God. around get in trouble salt. like we had nothing else better to do like you said our, <laughs> our parents would drop us off at the mall we'd stay there till we get kicked out it was it was a whole thing any hands every week and See? Hands. Good it, stuff, It was man.
0: great. There's a lot of great malls in the Chicagoland area. There and are. We need to support the malls. Shout out Hawthorne malls. Shout out Hawthorne Cinnamon Mall. 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 Oakbrook has yeah. a great mall. Woodfield? Woodfield. Woodfield
3: is good. Old Orchard's There's, pretty good. Old, Old Orchard. Orchard yeah. All kinds Orchard. of malls. Is
1: Old Orchard the one with the weird
0: levels? No.
1: Yeah. Old Orchard is, is outside.
3: Yeah, is that yeah. Woodfield? That's the outside one woodfield's okay. weird level woodfield's the one with yeah, the weird yeah, levels yeah. where there's like two yeah. stores on like a where, where sub there, level yeah
0: there's like there's like a jewelry <laughs> shop and then like a, an ice cream place on a middle floor yeah that you can't get like to. what floor am yeah. i like one and a half that mall reminds me of uh you ever see the the painting of the guy that's walking up yep. the stairs uh-huh. but the stairs 1,000%. are also going down and around yeah that's how that mall feels one thousand percent man all right, so there you go. Congrats to Gen Z. We support you Gen Zers who are also supporting the malls. Just wait till we tell them about outlet malls. Oh, yeah. Do you guys know about outlet malls? Mm. Of course. I think so. See, that, that's the hack for all guys. Stuff is cheaper, man. Yeah. The stuff. So Nike, men's, Nike
4: outlets are the, always...
0: This is, why, this is okay, the, the information I've been given to from my wife, who's into fashion. The warehouses, man. Well, her, here's the thing. Men's fashion doesn't move at the rate that women's fashion does. So if you go to the outlets as a man, you can still get in-season stuff for less of the price at the at the outlets mm-hmm. right because men's fashion doesn't change over as quickly as women's does where like women's fashion you can tell oh she bought that at the, the outlets guys <laughs> fashion it's the same thing for like years on oh, end you got a jean yeah all right cool so we you, you shop there and you get it for like half price it's you great polo cool we got polos all right justin sean did you hear that did you get the advice
4: perfect you guys are set
0: now loud and clear set. all right great
4: Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.
0: Thank you to Sean Granny and to Justin Pottinger for producing tonight's show of Black and Abdallah. And thank you guys for saving the malls across America. (laughs) Uh, We will return tomorrow night at 6, 6 to 8, Black and Abdallah. You will hear us tomorrow night right here on ESPN 1000. Now the Bulls playing uh, about twelve minutes in Phoenix against the Suns. Mm. The Bulls right now are twenty-one and twenty-three. They're on the road against Phoenix, who are twenty-four and eighteen. The Suns have won five in a row. Uh, the Bulls right now, are kind of what they're about eighteen days away from the trade deadline. Zach Levine's hurt. Whether or not they'll move Zach, they'll move any of the other pieces. Like they're in that weird spot right now where they could make a run, make the play-in try to get into the playoffs or they could sell some pieces and kind of build to the future. It's a weird spot in the middle that the bears. uh, Bulls are in at this moment. Well, it's hard to move a player that nobody wants. And it's hard to move a player that nobody wants. that's also hurt for the second time this year. It's, it's wild to me that you and I were on the forefront of pointing out that Zach Levine's not a winning player and that nobody in the league wants him. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think it's that crazy after the contract was signed because he's getting paid as a number one on a team. Mm-hmm. But he's not a number one on a team. So no team is going to move players to then or or assets to bring his contract on to be a three or a yeah. four. The, the Bulls really uh, screwed themselves with this contract because and we saw it for two years on this show. We were warning people. We were telling them. The Bulls need to move Zach before they sign him to the max, and the reason being is once you you do that you're you're stuck with him i I don't think they'll be able to move him I think that the trade deadline will come and go, and Zach Levine will still be a bull I think someone will be desperate. I think the deadline will come around, and I think the Lakers will not be playing good basketball and they'll be desperate to do something, and they will feel the pressure of leBron mm-hmm. and and his Leaning on the organization to do something right now. The Lakers are 22 and 22. They're ninth in the West. Uh, I I think, I think that's where you need to look. I golden state is what are they trading though? In a really bad spot too. They were rumored for, for having some interest in some bulls players. Um, But yeah, I mean, what are they trading? You want future assets. You don't want any of their players on their team. If well, we're talking about the Lakers, the
1: reports are that they want that the Bulls want players now, so they can make a run this year.
0: But I, and that's why they're stuck. I don't think any of the garbage the Lakers are going to be sending back here is going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. And I think same goes for whatever Golden State decides to do. I mean, their their season right now they're eighteen and twenty two. They're two games back of the Jazz for the tenth spot, and they've played in the last ten games are three and seven. Mm-hmm. Now they haven't played in a couple days. The assistant coach who passed away. Uh, They've been on a pause. Yeah, uh, Games have been uh, postponed, and I think they got back to practice yesterday. But their season isn't going the way they expected it to go either. With the Draymond Green situation, with Clay's impending free agency on the horizon, and they still have in his prime Stephen Curry, mm-hmm. and they're not good enough either. I, I think those are two spots to kind of keep your eyes on. Phoenix seventh in the West is actually playing really good basketball. As of right now, they've won five in a row and I, I would imagine that they're going to beat the bulls tonight as well to to push that to six.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I mean, the bulls are a, a nice story, but like, let's get real here. They still haven't like they've, they've, they've won a bunch of games here coming up, but I think they dug themselves into a pretty decent hole to start the season. It's going to be tough to get out
0: of. Oh, before we go, I, I do want to give a, a uh, helmet sticker out, a uh, tip of the cap to, mm. uh, the television show Airwolf. Oh, uh, the television show Airwolf debuted uh, on this date in 1984. So 40 years ago, Airwolf debuted. And Abdallah, if you had to describe the the show Airwolf to uh, to a young person who's unaware, uh, how would you describe this show?
1: Airwolf was a show in the 80s uh, about people that flew planes or helicopters. It was a helicopter. helicopter. It was a helicopter. And uh, it had a very uh,
0: well-known theme song. It had a theme song, but it was also like kind of like the A-Team, but they were with a helicopter They had a helicopter, yeah. They, didn't yeah, have they the were band. a group that banded together, and they used this yeah, helicopter to be not, their vehicle.
1: And not Mr. T.
0: Yeah. They didn't have Mr. T uh, either. So the show Airwolf, uh, this is why it's notable to this show. Uh, years ago now, uh, a gentleman sent us a letter in the mail. Mm-hmm. And the letter was written, handwritten, and it was wet. I still have it. It was previously <laughs> wet at some point. You could tell. You keep, know when a piece of paper was, was once wet? I keep that thing uh, on me. The paper, I believe, what was his name? Curtis? Uh, his name was Curtis Jefferson. Curtis Jefferson. And it Jefferson. was October 20th, 2020. He sent us a letter. And it asked us to play uh, music from him that he included in the, the package. Yeah. He sent a CD. And the CD had a song on it. Mm-hmm. it. had one song. And the CD actually had a cutout on the front where it, it looked like a, a hostage situation. Yeah, it was like where a he, ransom note. He clipped out all these different letters from different magazines and mm-hmm. then wrote on the, the CD. It said Sports, ESPN, James Bond, UFC, <laughs> Coca-Cola. Yeah. And uh, the title of the song that's on the CD is called Boxer Boxerman. Mm-hmm. And this is the song. And the key here is it's set to the theme for the TV show, Airwolf.
2: Here
6: we go again. We kick it. Belt way belts. ESPN TV. UFC MMA fight. Mayweather boxing. Julia. Holly Holmes. Cage fights. McGregor payoffs. Contracts. Girl boxing. Rings. ESPN TV. Sugar Ray Leonard. Monster drink. Rockstar. Mellow Yellow drinks. Pepsi Coke. Coca-Cola, Holly Home Boxing, Bang Energy Drinks, Five Drinks, Fighting hard, Energy Drinks, Gold, Rocky Gold, Push, 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 Beer Drinks, Bull, Hanukkah, Drinks, Bud Lights, Bud Light like Bush Beers, UFC Fights, MMA's, ESPN TV's, Cigarette Lennox, Walkaway belts, Big Knockouts, Rocky Gold, Rocky Gold. Kylie Jenner Girls, Kardashians, Rock and Roll Music, Mixed Martial Arts, Big Arenas, UFCs, Champs, Go champ, Go, M.A.M., McGregor Contracts, Pay Off. I gotta go, fight, I gotta get out of the country. <laughs> i don't think One we've ever heard fight. that i don't In think we've ever got that people. far In summer, right. he said i gotta get out of the country <laughs> <laughs> he said
1: i gotta get out of the country i don't think we've ever made it that far into the song where <laughs> we heard that part he's trying to, Stand <laughs> to escape Stand back, Jake remember we also if you can find i don't know where you'll find it it's on the
0: podcast uh we called
1: him he left his phone number and we yeah. call them.
0: We had a podcast, and uh, during a, a White Sox day game, we yeah. had, we were rolling a podcast, and we you said, you know what? Let's call Curtis up and see if he answers. And he, he answered. He did He talked to us. I don't think he quite remembered that he sent us the no. CD. He said he had other songs, and we said he, send him, and he, and he never did. did. He never sent them. Uh, but yeah, there you go. That's uh, Boxer Man. It's. Uh, Exclusively on the Black and Dollar show, and we played it when he sent it. What was that? Back in uh, October twentieth, twenty twenty. So we we've had that song for a couple of years now. Yeah. And uh, when we saw that Airwolf debuted on this date back in nineteen eighty four, we said, mm-hmm. "Hey, Airwolf! That, that was the music from uh, the, yeah. the TV show that Boxer Man uh, wrote wrote the song for." Yeah.
6: Here we go again. A shout out to uh, Gustavo Vega,
0: well, the historian version. of the Black and Abdallah TV. show,
6: US.
1: for reminding us that today <laughs> is the, is Airwolf Day. <laughs> So shout out to Gustavo Vega. We I appreciate gotta it. I got get out of the
0: country. I, I think like what, what's great is the longer we play the song, we'll find out more details. More, we I, mean, I don't We're think we've aware. ever played the full song. <laughs> I got to get out of the country. <laughs> That's outstanding. I, I We've played the full song on a podcast. I just don't yes. remember... Him trying to get out of the country. I don't remember
1: that part. That's great. That's a nice little. Maybe it's like an evolving song, and we just don't know it.
0: We don't know that new versions are <laughs> yeah. being uploaded. Yeah, we just don't know. <laughs> he's just going in and mixing in new lyrics. He's not
1: actually like a real person. <laughs> he's a spirit that's made this song about getting out of the country.
0: That's and,
6: outstanding. And, and
0: bush beer. So there you go, boxer man.
6: Girl. Uh girls.
0: Justin Sean, that that's real. That this, this real, is not. Man. A, I got a radio the, bit. I got the letter. Uh, he sent that in. To Black and Good Song
1: on air, thanks.
0: Yep. Well, and Curtis, we you're welcome. We played it on air. That was great.
1: We'll talk to you tomorrow.
3: You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports.